It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Welcome to the Barreled Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Riley. You can find this pod wherever you get your podcast, including the free Odyssey app. And make sure to turn on those auto downloads to get all of these episodes as soon as they drop. This is a fun one today because I am joined by somebody I truly consider a friend, somebody that early on in my content creation days said, yes, yes, Jim, I will join you (laughs) and your small little audience and we'll, we'll collaborate on a project. I am joined by Eric from Hum Baby Baseball on YouTube. Make sure if you have not yet, check him out because there is some fantastic content coming from his channel. Eric, how are you, my friend? Real good. Feeling good, man. I needed this little all-star break just to take a little Mm -hmm. little break because we've been going hard uh, all first half, So, but I'm feeling good. Yeah, speaking of going hard, I mean, the San Francisco Giants for two weeks there, you guys were the hottest uh, teams in baseball. Like you were right up there. Cincinnati was on a run. I think you guys were on a run at the same time. Uh, so unfortunately, it was sort of overshadowed uh, uh, by that. But that's the first half of the season. Um, and I think it went about as well as you could expect, dealing with some injuries, dealing with uh, sort of a thin pitching staff. When we start to think about, the Giants second half, because we're going to start there. We're going to focus the conversation today on the National League West. Give me the take on the Giants the rest of the way. Do you feel confident as a fan, somebody that watches every minute of every game and you're posting content about it, you feel good about the second half, Gabe Kapler, Logan Webb, all these rookies you're calling up. Talk to me about the second half for the Giants and, and how you're feeling. Yeah, I'm feeling okay. I mean, it's going to be tough, obviously, and it's a long season. We're having a lot of injury issues lately, So, uh, but guys have stepped up. That's the thing about the Giants. Some of our youngsters who we promoted, like Patrick Bailey, he's Ooh, been yeah. just amazing. Uh, Casey Schmidt tore it up when he first came in. He's kind of started to fall back a little bit, but all these youngsters have been uh, just picking up the slack, but we've had a lot of injuries. Brandon Crawford recently went down. Tyro Estrada down. Uh, Mitch Hanniger is out for I don't know how long, maybe the rest of the year because he had a, a like mm. a fracture. So having a lot of injuries. So and I'm not super confident, but I, I think we're Giants will hang in there and, and be in a part of the wild card race right up to the end, whether we'll get in or not. I don't know, um, but I, I think it's going to be a fun ride. I think it's going to be close. 
you kind of did this. It, it feels like the Giants did this to a much more extreme level uh, back in 2021, where yeah. it was a, a bunch of guys that, listen, we know a lot. Of, we know Crawford. We knew Belt. Uh, we, we knew Mike Yastrzemski. We, we knew about these players, but they were not high-profile guys. There was a big next-man-up mentality back in 2021, and then – I think 2022 was sort of a disappointment year. A lot of fans, a lot of in the media felt like the Giants sort of reset back to what the expectations are. So now here in 2023, I think a lot of people don't know what to think about the Giants. Are they sort of going back down that path? Again, not to the same level because they're not going to win no. uh, as many games as they did in 2021. But are they – do you feel like this is still a team that has some of that – I don't swagger might not be the right word, but, but that, that, that same energy that the 21 team had and that they should be taken seriously. I mean, they're right now sitting, I think eight games over 500. Like you talked about that streak one, uh, 10 straight road games kind of started to, you know, fall off a little bit after that, but still the giants are, uh, with that pitching staff, got to remember like uh, you mentioned Logan Webb and also Alex Cobb. Um, he's been, he, he just made the all-star team. So, we have a good, a decent rotation. The bullpen has been awesome, Doval. And then we have some of those same characters back, you know, with uh, Crawford's hurt right now. But uh, Wade Jr. has been absolutely awesome this year. Wade yeah. Jr., I think, should have been an all-star. Uh, he's yeah. got one of the better on-base percentages in baseball. So, yeah, I mean, I see some of that magic. Like I said, not quite as much as 2021. But I think it should, you know, teams got to take the Giants seriously. Um, and you never know who's going to, you know, get hot when it comes to uh, September and October. You know, the Washington Nationals won it all back in 2019. And if I would have predicted that, people would have called me a complete idiot. So you just don't know. Lamont Wade on base percentage at 404, and it's a legit 404. He is yeah. over 300 plate appearances. So, I mean, this is not a guy who's played half the time and, and the number, no. you know, the sample size is sort of uh, not there. So the numbers are inflated. No, he is, he's legit. And um, he's been, he's been really good. I, we're going to talk more about the trade uh, deadline in, in a moment, but you know, as uh, as a Blue Jays fan, I really would love for the Giants to be sellers. So I'm kind of I'm kind of frustrated <laughs> that you guys are winning right now because I would love for Michael Conforto or Jock Peterson uh, or you know even some of that pitching uh, Cobb or Wood to be available yeah, at the would. deadline, but it's just. Unless you guys open up the second half on a, on a ten game losing streak, it's not going to happen. And even then, uh, it, you know, it, it might not it might not happen. They might not might not be available. Um, speaking of streaks and losing ways and, and things like that, the San Diego Padres are in your division. They have been, if it weren't for the New York Mets, every and, and the St. Louis Cardinals, we really have three major uh disappointments this season and the Padres are one of them again as somebody who's up later so you're watching more of the games you're yeah. you're more locked in on what they're doing we know about the inconsistencies we know about the batting average with runners in scoring position uh from what you see what what's wrong is it is it just that is it the inconsistencies what's what's wrong with the San Diego Padres, what's your, what's your read on what's on what's is it is it the manager is it the GM I mean, grabbing they, the wrong pieces? There's so many ways to go. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't watch every game. I know they've blown a lot. Of, I think they they have a good team. I think they can score runs, and they their lineup looking real good coming into the season. I I think I picked them. I don't remember. I picked them to to make the playoffs, but uh, I think they got you know they blow they blew a four nothing lead against the Pirates. Um, they'll take good leads and uh, and yeah, they just so you got to blame the bullpen. I think the bullpen's blown a bunch of games. Manny Machado, you look kind of his his stats are are not uh, are not as good as he usually is, and. Uh, I don't know, you know, and obviously uh, Tatis Jr. coming back from a lot of issues and everything with uh, getting suspended. So it's just I, I don't know what the whole I don't know the whole reason, but they've just, uh, you know, they went two and eight in one stretch and uh, yeah. just have not been playing like you would expect them to play. And I, I think I, I don't know. I think I would probably say the bullpen and, and uh, you got Machado having a rough year. And, you know, some of these other big names have not really stepped it up. So it's it's crazy what's going on over there. I don't think I don't think anybody really saw it coming to this degree because this was a team that you you, you brought in Xander Bogarts, you knew Tatis was going to miss the first roughly month of the season, and you had him back. I mean, this lineup, granted, it's sort of lopsided a little bit, but you still expected Cronenworth to participate in in, in the offensive effort. You, I, I was never a Trent Grisham guy. And Trent Grisham still really isn't doing it. You've got some good stuff from Hassan yeah. Kim, but the, this this team, it really, it just feels like Preller's on the hot seat, and which is which is which is crazy because of what he's done. When I hear you know Padres fans talk, when I see some of the stuff, like if 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 somebody's got to, you know, take the hit here, is it the manager? Is it is it Preller or do they just say this was a bad year and they'll run it back next year? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe you just have to try to try again next year, but it, it's hard to. I don't. I know that every time a team has a bad year, you like to blame the manager, and it could very well be. Um, yeah. I, I'm not totally sure what you, what you do, but they did get. Is it isn't it Melvin right now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, as an experienced manager, he's been been around the block. I, a team like the Rangers, they had a, a kind of a rookie manager, didn't work out. They go out and hire Bruce Bochy, and they're they're killing it. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It could be. You know, they probably should have brought him back. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It would have been. You know. But do do you think this is this will sort of springboard us into a conversation about the second half and the rest of the division? Do you think San Diego can get it together and and make the playoffs? Uh, I don't think so. I don't look at the standings right now. What are they about? They're four games uh, under 500, 43 and 47. Uh, They're eight and a half back in the division. They're six back in the wild card. Do you think hmm. that they are going to, so the teams that they will have to catch for the wild card, they would have to catch Miami. I could see Miami faltering, yeah. uh, but they would have to catch Miami. They would have to catch Philadelphia and they would have to catch uh, your Giants. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Mother's Day is around the corner. 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I don't know. I don't yeah, think, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 uh, Giants could go on. I mean, anything could happen. I would, I would, not, I would guess no. I mean, they still got it. I mean, they got a, a good – they got Blake Snell and Darvish and, you know, Musgrove. They got all that – in that lineup, they got all that talent, but – yeah, it just hasn't come out. You remember last year, weren't they fighting in the dugout like September-ish at the end yeah, of the season? Yeah, that was the Machado, Tatis, Gold yeah, Coast baseball yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, they, you know, who knows? Maybe they just don't have a good chemistry or uh, whatever. So Padres, every year they come out with this great team. It's supposed to be, you know, last year they were okay. But, you know, I remember in 2021, the year the Giants won 107, and uh, everyone's saying that going into that year, it's going to be Dodgers-Padres now. That's the new rivalry. And then yeah. the Giants went off and won 107. So Padres right. just – they keep trying, and it's, something's just not working over there and down there in San Diego. What is working is what's going on in Arizona. Now, they have more wins than the Dodgers by one. They've got 52. The Dodgers have 51. But the loss count favors the Dodgers. So so they are tied in the standings uh, when, it, when, when we're looking at games back. But the Dodgers have a the slimmest of margins for the top of the division. Um, thinking about the second half and how things are going to play out, are the Diamondbacks going to be able to hold and get a wild card spot, make it into the postseason? Or again, when we're thinking about teams that San Diego may catch, uh, do you do you think Arizona maybe comes back to the pack because they still need to grab some pitching at the deadline? Do you think Arizona is going to hold and and stay in a, in, in a playoff spot? Uh, I, I, I like what I'm, what they're doing right now. And they have, uh, kind of the opposite mentality. The Padres are blowing games, but the Diamondbacks are, are making come be come from behind wins. Giants are too. Giants have lots of come from behind wins. Both these teams look like just, that's the kind of team you look for. It's a team that's just team chemistry really counts. And, uh, right. they got a lot of young guys. Yeah. Corbin Carroll, uh, Christian Walker, and um, so on, you know, uh, all those guys are just playing together really well. And mm-hmm. I don't see them slowing down too much, you know? Oh, I, I would. I, I think the Diamondbacks. I don't know if they'll win the division, but I think they'll be in the playoffs. I like that Cattell Marte. It seems Marte, like he's of course, back. Marte. Yeah, he yeah. had just sort of been down and, and really not the same player that he had been in. I think 2019, and this year he's really bounced back. And that I think that along with the emergence of Corbin Carroll. Uh, has it, who's probably you know your NL Rookie of the Year, which is amazing because the National League Rookie of the Year, Ellie De La Cruz just came up too late. Jordan Walker's been up and down, yeah. so I think that you've got and then back up again. So Corbin Carroll's got it, but I think we'll look back years down the road and look at the National League Rookie of the Year uh, voting results and just look at how stacked the National League was because like and, and, and you've got one too. Yeah, uh, you've got somebody who I think deserves some some votes with with Patrick Bailey. Uh, I think you've got a good uh, a good player there. But I think oh, I, I'm I'm with you on Arizona. I think what's going to end up happening is interesting. You know, everything we're talking about for the second half of the National League West is also 
like the trade deadline and how that shakes out is going to be very important because if San Diego trades Hater and they trade Snell because they feel like they're out of it, then San uh, Diego's yeah. going to plummet, right? San Diego, you would think anyway, would really struggle. And Arizona could capitalize and maybe grab one of the pitchers from the White Sox or one of the pitchers from right. the Cardinals or, or, or you know somebody else that's selling. And you could see Arizona get that boost because Gallon's great. Merrill Kelly is steady. The other three guys they got don't give you a ton, a ton of confidence. However, it seems like one of them gives you a good start each time through the rotation. Yeah. So, so it's been enough. They'd like to get, I would think, somebody steady that they can count on. So that way you go, you know, Gallon, Kelly, and, and Giolito or something like that. And then oh, you're man. relying on that 4-5 spot to, you know, let's hope one of the guys this time through, whether it's Nelson or, or whoever it is, gets the job done. What about the Dodgers? I got to ask you, you're a Giants fan. <laughs> gonna, I'm going to ask you to sort of, you know, put put away the the, the 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 vitriol that you might have towards the Dodgers. But <laughs> what's happening is are the Dodgers going to gain momentum and and really get this thing on track because they feel vulnerable? I mean, you can't ever count them out, though. They have a lot of talent. But I've said even at the beginning of the year, their lineup just didn't look quite as uh, as intimidating as it usually is. It's usually like that's a, an all-star lineup right there. And um, this year, even going into the season, I'm like, eh, first, you know, you still got Mookie. But you got, every team's got a couple of stars, a couple of nice names in the lineup. But yeah. you got Freddie Freeman. But, yeah, you got young guys, Miguel Rojas. I mean, nice players. Rojas, Peralta. Obviously, they picked up J.D. Martinez. They got James Outman. Uh, good, good, solid lineup. Uh, good, solid rotation. Young guys, mix of young guys and veterans. Yeah. But um, they just don't have that. Uh, they don't look like a team that's just going to just kill everybody anymore. So no. um, I think they have just a, a good a chance as anyone else. Like they're, they're just a normal team now. So I'm not, I'm not intimidated by them right now. And just still looking out for them. They're still a good team. They got a lot yeah. of talent, but I, I don't look at them anymore. Like all oh, Dodgers are going to. They're gonna just go run over everybody, you know, until until the playoffs and Dave Roberts does something stupid and then they, you know, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> Dave Roberts. Um it seems like uh, yeah, they make the playoffs and he does something and he does something yeah, stupid. Something stupid. Uh, <laughs> I will um yeah, I'll say this about the Dodgers. You, you I think a normal team is sort of a great way to put it because they always feel like a juggernaut. Yeah, that exactly. Does not it does not feel like the case. And when you look at their lineup, you kind after you you one through five looks pretty formidable, but then after that, David Peralta, Jason Hayward, James Altman, who I like, James Altman. I'm not trying to right. you know, trash James Altman. I like, I actually really like James Altman, um, and Miguel Rojas. That's the back half of the lineup. That's six through nine, and you can you can work with that, right? Uh, especially if you are. Dealing with a stretch where maybe Max Muncy's cold right now, or JD Martinez right. is cold. If if one of those guys or two of those guys are cold, then all of a sudden it's not four guys that you feel like you can get through. It's six guys that you feel like you can get through, and then there's three that that you're worried about. You're worried about a hot Betts, a hot Freeman, and and a, and a hot Will Smith, and then everyone else is cold. Um, so that's that's the problem. And, and San Diego kind of has a similar lineup where again it's that top four. And then after that, you feel like you can get through it. And out of those four, maybe somebody's yeah. called Xander Bogarts has been cold a lot. He's been he's been slumping a lot this year. So 
you've got I think that's part of what's going on. And then that pitching for the Dodgers, I think that is actually their biggest weak spot because you you talk about the young guys, I think that's a problem. I think they're putting too much on Michael Grove, Emmett Sheehan, Bobby Miller. Right. They're relying on them too much. And it's it's not that that's what they wanted to do, but Dustin May got yeah. hurt again. You knew Bueller was out. For right. the year, I think there was a hope that maybe he could come back towards the end of the season, and and maybe that still happens, but you're not going to get through the rigors of a regular season with Walker Bueller. Um, yeah. And you've also got now you've got Clayton Kershaw dealing with some shoulder discomfort. All right, he's on the he's on no, the injured list. He's yeah. on the IL. So the Dodgers have to do something because this rotation right now, you look at that rotation. It's Arias, who just came back, by the way. Gonsolin and then Grove, Sheehan and Miller. And if you are, let's see, the Dodgers have a series with the Mets and then they have a series with Baltimore. Like those bats are just going to be pinning those, pinning their ears back when Grove, Sheehan and Miller are in there and say, here we go. We're just going to feast off these rookies. So the expectations for me when it comes to the Dodgers are that they need to get active and this can kind of kind of lead us into the next part of the conversation, the trade deadline. Yeah, trade deadline, yeah. They have to get active yeah. with the trade deadline because the bats, I think they can probably make it work with the bats. You know, it's not great, but if yeah. you can get that pitching squared away, then you'll be in better shape. We'll we'll come back to the Dodgers in a minute because they they were linked to uh, one of the big trade deadline pieces. We'll get to that in a minute, but let's circle back to the Giants and what you expect for them. I talked about it earlier in the show that I kind of wish the Giants would go on a 10-game losing streak so that Jock <laughs> Peterson and some of those other guys, uh, Michael Conforto um, and, and those pitchers, Cobb and Wood maybe, would be available, but they're not going to be available. So you're going to be buyers, and, and Farhan has said you guys are going to be buyers. You just tried to yeah. give a ton of money in the offseason to Correa and to Aaron Judge, and, and those deals didn't happen or fell through. So you know he's got money to spend. What do you expect? What are you what are you looking for the Giants to do with this upcoming trade deadline? I think that we would need to add at least one. St- I would say they're going to add a starter. Anthony DiScofani's Di uh, on the injured list right now. Mm-hmm. Our, our Ross Stripling's been pretty disappointing. Um, Sean Manaya has, you know, so-so, but both those guys kind of been out of the bullpen. So I think a starter mm-hmm. would be nice. Uh, you mentioned a couple of teams that were, that might be, you know, trading uh, White Sox. Uh, you mentioned Giolito. Don't they have someone else? Uh, Lynn. Uh, used, to, used to be with the Red Sox. Uh, yeah, Lynn oh, Joe is Kelly. Well, yeah, uh, Rodriguez, they, Rodriguez or? That's Tigers. So the Tigers, you've got e oh, that's Tigers. That's Tigers. Erod in Detroit uh, could be available. He just came back from the IL. You've got the two starters for St. Louis and um, or for for, right. uh, for for the White Sox, and the White Sox also have a bullpen piece uh, with Joe Kelly and and Le- uh, Liam Hendricks probably could also be uh, trade bait. The Cardinals have really, it's, I think it's Montgomery and it's Flaherty as two pieces ah. that could be available. I think that you also have. Uh, the Cubs with Marcus Stroman could be available. And then we'll see what happens with Boston. If Boston gets hot, they're going to buy. 
But if they go on a losing streak, you may find that James Paxton is available. Paxton's been right. very good since coming back this year. So there's a lot of names, a lot of guys that are available. And this is going to be such a, a pitching-heavy deadline, in my opinion. There's going to be something to the tune of 20 buyers, in my, in my, my opinion. When I look at it right now, when I look at the at the landscape, the market that, 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 we're, that we're looking at here, I see I, – I can, can – I can, find 20 buyers which is going to be I, I mean it's going to be absolutely crazy we're going to see bidding wars you're going to see teams asking for too much and maybe that kills deals the white Sox may ask for the moon on giolito yeah. and lance lynn and teams like the giants and the diamondbacks and the reds and the orioles that wants to get those players may say hell no we're not yeah, exactly you a top five prospect and a major league ready talent for Lucas Giolito. But that may be what the White Sox, you know, stick to because there's 10 other teams that are calling them at the exact same time. Here's what I like. This is, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make a trade prediction for the giants right now. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to say you guys go out and you grab one of those Cardinals pitchers. That's what I think happens. I think you will end up either with Montgomery or Flaherty. And Flaherty's not a sexy addition because he's been up and down. But Flaherty has also had some good starts over his last, you know, handful. They haven't all been good, but you have a couple of good starts here and there. Then that, you know, teams can see that and they're like, "Mm, we want more of that. So let's go and get them. And, if you have sort of that up and down inconsistency that might bring the asking price down a little bit. And I feel like you guys, the giants tend to be more of a savvy shopper. Whereas you're not going to go out there and spend like crazy for the top level guys. You're going to use your scouting department to go out there and say this pitcher's stuff works really well with what we do well. And let's let those other teams go bid like crazy and overpay for the top three guys. Let's go get the number six guy on that list because his numbers aren't sexy and our fan base may be disappointed, but he really fits what we do. I feel like San Francisco tried that this year with, um, it was Mania and Stripling, right? Yeah, there were bigger names to go and get, but that's what the Giants did. It, it hasn't really worked, but I feel like that's kind of the mo. Do you see that yeah. kind of happening? That it's not going to be the big splashy name, but it's exactly. going to be somebody that moves that that, that gets the job done. Pretty much, that's exactly what's going to happen because it, it, it pretty much every year, you know, every every team wants to, every fan wants to get the the biggest name that's out mm-hmm. there on the trade deadline, trying mm-hmm. to get like a. Uh, I'm trying to think what um, uh, how I forget his name. The Cardinals uh, first baseman uh, Goldschmidt or something, you know, yeah. trying to get a, yeah. someone like a huge name. I know he's not a pitcher, but I'm just yeah. saying um, that's who that's who fan bases want. Like we're not going right. to get Goldschmidt unless we give him our top top five prospects. But um, yeah, no, you're exactly right. They'll get somebody good, solid pitcher and uh someone who can who's got an experienced guy who knows what he's doing up there and that's that's probably exactly what's going to happen. The Cardinals got a few options that you mentioned so that makes perfect sense and you know the Giants aren't going to you know we don't, don't want to give away our farm system either because we're just you know so we have some guys on the um some guys you know we don't 
I'm just trying to think like Kyle Harrison's like our number one pitching prospect. I don't think he's going to be available. Marco nope. Luciano's like our best, you know, uh, offensive prospect. I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be someone Vaughn Brown or something. A good, 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 solid prospect. But um, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll mixture him and, you know, they'll, they'll throw a package together and get it done, but yeah, it's yeah. probably not going to be insane. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's going to be, I feel like, and Montgomery may be aiming too high. Montgomery may end up being one of the top pieces that are available. So it may end up being somebody like Flaherty or Lance Lynn because they, I mean, Lance Lynn has had a couple of bulldog games. Uh, he went out against Seattle uh, about a month ago, he shut him down. And I'm like, man, if I'm the Astros or I'm the, or I'm the angels mm-hmm. or I'm the Rangers. And I see Lance Lynn doing that to Seattle. I kind of want that. If we're in a pen yeah. race and we need to shut Seattle down, I, I want Lance Lynn just for that start. Yeah. And and Flaherty shut, I think it was Miami down. I can't remember off the top of my head, but he had a good start against, uh, against a, a top caliber opponent recently. And again, if you're looking at, well, you know what? Hey, he may give us uh, every other start, maybe a little, eh, little wishy washy, but we have a good bullpen and we're not going to be relying on him to be our number one or number two. Anyway, he's going to be our yeah. three or four. That's all right, as long as we don't have to pay too much. So that's my prediction. San Francisco ends up with Lance Lynn or Jack. You're going to get, I, I'm, I'm convinced you're going to get somebody. I think it ends up being one of those uh, one of those players. Speaking hey, maybe, of. Maybe an offensive player too. Maybe just somebody. Uh, that's, it, having, you know, you well, have an injury. Who do you think? Do you, do you have anything in mind? Because I've. In all of my research, off when, when we're looking at bats, it feels kind of light this year. It's Cody Bellinger, and yeah. then the drop off. And even I, I don't think a lot of people would be excited about Bellinger because of the struggles he's had. But it's like Cody Bellinger maybe is the top guy, and then after that, you're looking. How at, are the How are the Mariners? Are the Mariners tra- going to be? Uh, no, I don't think selling? Seattle's. I don't think Seattle's selling anything. And even if they, uh. even if they were going to pack it in and say look we're just not going to make it i don't i don't see seattle really selling anything uh um i think that seattle probably uh holds tight there's really the bats to look for there's there's some in colorado you have cj crone uh you got jerks and profar but does that excite anybody i don't think so <laughs> there's not a the, the bats unless juan soto unless the padres say we're trading juan yeah. soto um, you know, unless the Angels say we're trading Shohei Otani, unless the Cardinals say we're trading Paul Goldschmidt, the bats are kind of light in this trade deadline. So that's going to add, I think, more pressure to the pitching market and the hitting market. The Cubs have to trade Cody Bellinger because they will get more. Because if you were to do like a top ten for a for the trade ten the trade deadline, like a top 10 power rankings. And you look at the top 10 players, Cody Bellinger is the only bat in the top 10. After that, it's, it's, it's a handful of relievers and it's starting pitchers. That's why I wanted the giants to lose games. So Jack (laughs) Peterson would be out there. So I'd have some bats to talk about killing me, killing me with these wins. I, 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 I looks like Cody Bellinger's having a, a good year though. He is. Um, But you know, he can only go to one team, but yeah, I know, man. I, I'm surprised that he's having a good year. I thought he, I thought his career was over. <laughs> he's hitting down 165. A lot of people just, did. 
Yeah, I thought he. I, I didn't mind the deal for the Cubs. Like, yeah, go ahead, give it, give it a shot, but mm-hmm. don't expect much. And then he comes out and he's hitting like two ninety eight. So, um, he, and I'm, he he closed the first half strong too. I think he hit uh, like three or four home runs over the last like week week and a half of of the first half of the season. So he's he, yeah, he closed was, out strong. That'd be weird to see him in a Giants uniform, but hey, you never know. But <laughs> yeah. See, again, it's going to get to – if you get into a bidding war, I think Farhan's going to say, no, nah, no, nah, we're, yeah. we're we're good. We're going to take I don't this. see that happening, honestly. They end up if, – if a bidding war sparks up, then Farhan goes and he calls uh, – you know, he'll call Kansas City and grab one of their guys if they're selling yeah. anybody. Or or he'll call um, – you know, he'll, he'll call Oakland and, and yeah, grab say, like Ramon hey, Laureano. I mean – it, it, right, there's an easy tie-in, right? Because you got the Bay, right? You know, two, yeah. two Bay Area teams. You know, he'll call somebody. He'll call up and, and try to swing a deal with the uh, with the Oakland A's. Um, so yeah. I, I don't think that. I think if the bidding war picks up for Bellinger, I think he'll he'll just say, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah. What do you think as far as bidding wars and and everything? Dodgers uh, today, we got news from John Morosi that the Dodgers are interested. In Lucas Giolito. And this is interesting because this is really the first player and team that are linked together. Now, we've had Derek Jeter talking about he wants the Yankees to get Juan Soto. We've had Buster Olney talking about how he thinks the Yankees will be the most aggressive for Shohei Otani. You've had all of that, but you haven't really had very directly this team is interested in this player per source until today yeah. with John Morosi and the Dodgers and Lucas Giolito. And it makes perfect sense. Your thoughts hearing that as a Giants fan, again, knowing that pitching is something you guys are interested in. How do you see the trade market shaking out? Do you think the Dodgers are going to be most aggressive? Because for them, it's World Series or bust. Yeah. Um, do you think Arizona is going to be able to pay the premium? to grab the starting pitching. How do, how do you see the trade market shaking out in the NL West? Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice though, they really mean flavor. Like in your face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Yeah, you know, every time I hear some Dodgers, they they pretty much get what they want. So until until like the last year or so, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if that's if that connection's been put out there, mm-hmm. and it very well could happen. And you talked about the Dodgers rotation. I mean, they got AAA guys in their rotation right now, guys who are not, yeah, uh, and expecting them to lead them to a World Series. I mean, a good arms, Bobby Miller's a good arm, but I think he no. made his AAA debut a couple months ago, and now he's right. you know so right. Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 I would, I would absolutely believe it. I don't know what you know. They got the prospects. They got some. They got like um, Michael Bush, and I don't know who they would trade. Uh, Andy Pines. They, have, they have some. You know. Yeah. Oh, they, you, know, you, you know, you might know them better than I do. I don't. I don't pay too much attention to the Dodgers prospects, but I know they have some good names. They have a ton. Uh, okay. I was on. I was on baseball trade values today, and you either love that website or you hate that website. And there is a uh Lucas G Lucas Giolito value that's around 14.8 million dollars and okay. uh Emmett Sheehan who's one of those pitchers that the Dodgers have at, you know inserted into the rotation one of their young guys also has a 14.8 million value so there's like a clean one for one there but wow you know again the the asking price may go up because there'll be a ton of teams in for Lucas Giolito you also have, you know, maybe the White Sox don't want to take their chance, put put all their eggs in one basket. Maybe they want two prospects um, because, you know, even though maybe they're deeper, lower down the Dodgers, uh, you know, top 25 prospect ranking, uh, they'd rather take two guys lower down because they would like to have a chance to hit on two guys instead of, again, maybe Sheehan throws yeah. his arm out and he's, he's nothing. So, uh, you know, that 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 extra security of a second prospect. So I think that that's I mean there's a way the Dodgers could do it, yeah. But yeah, there's the, then it gets to the old adage: Do you want to give up the a future player for a rental? Is he Where a free you, agent? Is Giolito a free yes, agent? After he's a free. Okay. He's in the okay. final year of his arbitration. Where do you fall on that, by the way, when it comes to a rental coming in to your team and you're giving yeah. up? a prospect, a top 25 prospect. Are you, would you rather you better, hold the prospect or would you, what, what are you thinking? You, you, it just means you're going all in. I kind of like it because you're trying to win a world series. So we're all in to win. Yeah. A world. Like when the giants picked up Chris Bryant, I was all about it. I'm right. like, Hey, we're trying to win a world series. We didn't, mm -hmm. but I don't have no regrets. We win 107 games. We're going for it. Let's freaking right. get him. Let's get right. Chris Bryant, dude. Uh, it didn't work out, but, um, yeah, I just have to be careful and make sure uh, that you are you got a World Series caliber team if you're going to do that. That's all I would say. Like, it's, if you do that, th there's one goal because obviously you're not picking him up, uh, you know, assuming he's going to come back because he's going to, you know. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, Dodgers. Yeah, they they. I wasn't thinking about them trade. They could go ahead and trade one of those pitchers you were talking about, like one of those AAA guys, one of those fringe guys, and mm -hmm. so throw him in the package because they're not going to need him anymore if they get Giolito. So. Right. Yeah. You gotta you gotta figure with all the prospects they have that there's some there's some players that are expendable. If if you yeah, have five really good pitching prospects, you can you can trade one of them. If you have if you're middle infield prospects, you've got three or four of them. Cincinnati's yeah. kind of in the situation where Cincinnati has a ton of middle infield prospects. You know, you got Matt McClain, Nelly De La Cruz, who they just called up. Then there's also uh Noel V. Marte. That's over yeah. there, and there's there's uh, Edwin or not Edwin, but there's Encarnacion Strand. I think it's Christian Encarnacion Strand. My Blue Jay hat, I, but uh, Edwin Encarnacion came to mind. <laughs> but they have so many, and and Spencer Steer was an infielder. They have Spencer him Steer, playing yeah. first. So when you have that many prospects at a certain you know position on the field, then somebody becomes uh, expendable, and yeah. you should turn one of those players into a veteran that might help you win the world series this year. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say, I, I, I would prefer to trade for someone who's got another year on their contract that, but you know, yes. And that's, that. well, you, that's, that's your Shane Bieber. 
trade. If yeah, that goes yeah, down, yeah, that's yeah. your Corbin Burns. If that goes yeah. down, that's there's a few, there's a couple that are out there that you you can't be. It wouldn't be completely out of left field yeah. if that happens because there's there's been some talk. Um, let's get a final uh, prediction on the Giants. Are they making the playoffs? Yes Jeez. or no? Uh, let me let, let look at the wild card. I mean, right now we're we're I think we're borderline. I think we're in our wild card spot. I could be wrong. It's right there. And um, here's all you got to worry about. You just the only reason, the only way you don't yeah. make the playoffs is if the Mets or the Padres get their crap together. That's the only way you don't make it because that's well, the team that the one of those. That's where it's coming from. I don't think it will be Milwaukee. Um, no. or, I think I think I think the NL Central will ultimately get one. So then it really just comes down to can San Francisco hold on to that final wild card spot over. San Diego or New York? Yeah, I think you can. Uh, I think I, you can. I'm gonna say I, I. I think you. I think you guys make it. Yeah, because we're gonna make some moves. I think so too. Because Giants are gonna like us. Like we talked about, they're gonna do something. I don't know what they're yeah. gonna do, but they're gonna do something. They're gonna address all these injuries, and then the way the prospect. Every time we promote someone, even Matos, I, you know, Louis. Every time we promote someone, they come up swinging. I'm like, yep. dang. Yep. So. And we got a couple other guys. I don't, Kyle Harrison's a pitcher, but we got a couple other guys down there ready to come up. So, barring just crazy injuries and something terrible, we fall apart. Um, I think so too. I think it's gonna. I think it's going to go to the end. And uh, I, I don't think it's going to be just you know easy. But I'll say yes. Giants are in. There Good. You go. Good. Uh, Eric, people can find you on YouTube at Humbaby Baseball. You do some fantastic uh, documentary style uh videos kind of some of the biggest busts some of the biggest surprises some of the biggest you really do a good job of grabbing that or, or sort of diving into those categories across the history of baseball you've got some great giants content that is out there i want everybody to go check your channel out check out your content um where else can you be found what else do you have going on um you're on twitter uh yeah quick. Where, where else can the, the uh, listeners find you? As far as baseball, I also got Hum Baby Prospects. That's another, like, the sister channel. And I go. put up pro Prospects videos, um, cover the draft a little bit uh, deeper over there. I did the second I did the second day draft over there, which went pretty well. A lot of people showed up. I was like, dang. I didn't know anyone was going to show up. I thought I was going to be by myself. So uh, I appreciate that. Um, so we got the Hum Baby Prospects. I'm planning next year to, to, to hit high schools, colleges, and, and, and go crazy with that. Um, and I got a personal channel. If anyone cares, Eric's called Eric's house. I just do movie reviews and, uh, music reviews over there or whatever else I feel like talking about. If it doesn't pertain to baseball specifically, I'll throw it over there. So but that's Perfect. about, yeah, that's the, that's my main channels. Perfect. I, I, I want to have you back. Maybe we'll do a, uh, check in here and see how the giants and, and the rest of the NOS, because, uh, it's going to get, it's going to be interesting. These, these what? last few, yeah. uh, months of the season to see this pennant race going on. What did so, you, I thought, you what did you think about the blue Jays? I thought y'all had a good draft. Uh, Namala, Arjun Namala. And I'm okay uh, with it. What did you think I, about the blue Jays? I was hoping I got uh, a little uh, obsessed with the pitcher from Florida. I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. I, I obviously didn't fall that much in love yeah. with that. Pitcher, but I, <laughs> I can't even remember his name at the, at the moment, but 
I wanted them to grab the pitcher because I liked the scouting grades on him. There were, uh, there was, uh, he had like a 65 fastball, a 60 slider, uh, a 60 change up. His control was garbage, but that uh, uh, I got, I got really not, not, not Waldrop or. Yes, that was that was it. That was it. I got hung up on on him right as the draft, as the pick was about to come in. So I I was a little disappointed, but then I see a lot of people saying good things about him. So he's okay. he's a Blue Jay now. Rally up, yeah. let's go, go out there and okay. be amazing. That's that's where I'm at right now with that kid and and everybody else that they drafted. Awesome. Yeah, sounds good. All right, that is going to do it for this one, everybody. Again, remember Barreled Up Podcast. Turn on the automatic download feature so you get this and all episodes as soon as they drop. You can find the Barreled Up podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including the free Odyssey app. Eric, thank you for joining me. Thank you, listeners, for listening in, and we look forward to catching you guys next time.